Television, smartphone, smartwatch, club jersey, at the Bello, Bak Padulo, Lako Kod Duyi, Okolopo Tokia, Irese, Ororo, at the Bello, no one let Nirapete Fungije, Tati Twenty, Lori MTN, Nibo Wakon, Fresh FM, or Nati Jebu, Losses, at the Shusile, Twenty. I'm Ozzy Yoma, and I'm always tuned in to my favorite radio station. Fresh. Fresh. Look what I brought for you. I'm sorry. 
Four minutes can pass 10 a.m. is your feel good radio, fresh 107.9 FM. Good morning to you. Thank you, really, uh, for joining us uh, this uh, Monday. It's the 10th day in the month of January 2022. Wally Bakar is my name. It's platform uh, this Monday. It is the first of uh, the two installments for the week. Remember, we'll do this Mondays and Wednesdays from 10 o'clock. And um, it's great to know that you're there. Uh, the late Legendary Bob Marley uh, with Redemption Song, at least one of the many versions of the song, uh, kickstarting things uh, this uh, morning. And as always, uh, today we will be talking about uh, something uh, very interesting, something that I guess uh, we all need to be a part of. Uh, some of you that have been following a lot of uh, the social media posts uh, from the weekend, uh, you would have an idea of what will be getting our attention this morning. Uh, you n- would agree uh, that... Um, you know, uh, the federal government, uh, they continue to make efforts to ensure that there is uh, somewhat an even uh, spread or distribution of resources in the country. Uh, hence, uh, the federal government came up uh, with um, the National Social Safety Net Program and established the National Social Safety Net Coordinating Office. Now, that office, NASCO, as it is called, uh, is expected to spearhead the a compilation of um, a social register of poor and vulnerable households in the country. Now, states at uh, their own level uh, did um, sign a memorandum of understanding to set up uh, what has since uh, been known as the State Operations Coordinating Unit, SOKU. Now, it is uh, what the the expectation uh, was or is that SOKU will help spearhead the identification of poor and vulnerable households in the country and uh, that way they will come up with a comprehensive database of poor and vulnerable households this of course uh, is uh, the benchmark of a lot of uh, the uh, safety i mean the so um what, what do we call them now the uh, social programs of government and um, they've been using the data that have uh, been compiled by the uh, the soku at various states uh, to know those that are entitled uh, to these um, social benefits. Uh, so many questions have been asked over time. Many have wondered where the federal government get the people that they transfer money to or whether there's any transfer that is being done at all. So many questions have been asked. And this morning, I uh, will be getting an idea into how it is done, at least in Ogun State. Uh, what level are we at as far as our social register or our own share of the National Social Register is concerned and how exactly are uh, these things uh, being done? This morning, I'll be speaking with the state coordinator of uh, the State Operations Coordinating Unit here in Ogun State, Mr. Tindia Akimbi, is on the program with me this Monday. And together, we'll be finding out how some of these things are done in the state. Mr. Debbie is on the program this morning. Oh, sorry, I said I can be. Uh, that's uh, the Trace Piero. Uh, he messed with my head for a moment. Mr. Tunde Akinvi, Adibi rather, is on the program this morning. Mr. Tunde Akinvi is the state Piero of uh, Trace. Uh, that was what happened. So, Mr. Tunde Adibi, good morning to you, sir. Great to have you join us. Good morning, my brother. It's good to be here. Well, um, let's get straight to it. Um, 
let's get an idea of I know that in a bid to you know get a comprehensive uh, social register uh, was uh, what led to uh, the memorandum of understanding that established Soku. Uh, could you give us a background as to the emergence of your body? Thank you very much. The National Social Safety Net Coordinating Unit, the national body, started in 2016 at the national level. It's a program that is established as a collaborative work between the federal government and the World Bank. The function of the National Social Safety Net Coordinating Unit is to be able to capture and establish a viable baseline social register for Nigeria. Okay. And this unit establishes the state arm of the National Social Safety Net, which is called the State Operations Coordinating Unit, from where every state are involved in capturing the poor and vulnerable in the state and creating the social register that is for the state. And that register is what we use for all social interventions in Nigeria. I want to put on record that the Ogun State Social uh, State Operations Coordinating Unit actually started late. In fact, we are the last to come on board in the country. We started April 2020. That was when the governor decided that uh, the state also needs the social register and thereby signing the MOU with NASCO and from there we started work. So that's the basis for now. So how exactly um, does SOKU go about um, getting their data such that, uh, of course, in the hope of compiling what is expected to be a comprehensive uh, list of vulnerable and households in the yes. country. Thank you. SOKU do not just create or gather people or gather names into the register. It's a big process. Okay. We all know that there is a national state poverty ranking that rank Nigerian states at the level of poverty. We also know that there is the local government poverty ranking that ranked how wealthy each local government in the country is. So from there, when we started, we the state arm is the state operations coordinating unit. Then we established the local government arm which is known as the Community-Based Targeting Team. This comprises of staff of the local government in the state. And what do we do? The first thing we should do is to look at the local government, each local government, and do a comprehensive community listing. All the community to the smallest community in the local government were listed. After the listing we brought in the community heads in every local government to come and rank their community in terms of poverty. So in the state today, we have the community ranking that shows us the poorest local and the poorest community in every local government, vis-a-vis the poorest community and the richest community in the state. Okay. So after this, 
we started work. Like I said before, we don't just go there and start writing names on the register. Then it will not be what it should be. Because what we want is who are the poor in each community. And like we know, poverty is relative. I cannot just look at you and say you are poor. We have to have an indices for which we rank poverty. And what SOKU does is, we call it community-based targeting operations. In which case, each community take responsibility for their own register. Each community determines what is poverty in our community. Poverty in Shakmo is not poverty in Olomore. We can't say poverty in Abeokuta is the same thing. Somebody that is poor in Abeokuta can get to Jebugbo and become a very big man because of where he's coming from and what he's carrying. Mm. So what we do is when we get to the community, we link up with the community leaders, the ballers, the KBACs, the chiefs. We sensitize them on what we want to do. Let them know that the government wants to establish a viable register that will be community-based, in which case the register will first of all domicile in that community before it moves up. Let them know what the importance of that register is. Make them to realize the fact that these are things that will run away to US, to UK, to the developed worlds for. Because we know at a time when I fall into, when I become vulnerable, I can easily go to the government and say, I'm now vulnerable. And they will put me on their register and give me a stipend until I'm able to get out of that poverty or vulnerability. So having that understanding, we also meet with the chiefs combined. Let them know. Then the process starts. After then, we meet with the whole community. As many as we can gather from the community, we bring them together, and then they come. We, they, we divide into groups. We have the adult male, adult female, the youths. We divide into the stakeholders in the community, the youths, and then we call the group the vulnerable groups. Those are groups of people that are not part of the agile group or those that cannot speak the language of that community, but who are Nigerians. In essence, every Nigeria is eligible to be part of the register. So when we divide into that groups, each group will now come and tell us what is poverty in our community. Well, let me just say this. At least we've been there for about over a year now. Part of the indices that people have been given as poverty, let me use a typical <coughs> community. In the rural setting, for instance, they can tell us a poor person is somebody that cannot cultivate certain acreage of farmland. That's one. Somebody that cannot send his child to school, you cannot pay your child's school fees or the money they ask you to then to bring in school, that person is poor. Somebody that cannot feed his family three square meals a day is poor. Somebody that is sick, chronically ill person, 
that because of his ailments, he has been deprived the opportunity of working, mm. are classified as poor. A widow that have nobody to support him and that is aged is classified in most communities as being poor. Then sometimes people that are aged, over 70 and above, in most communities, they are classified as being poor because they cannot work again. They depend on others. So part of these things are the indices that we see that they put on their record as indices for poverty. After they have done that, each stakeholder group will now identify in that community who are then poor. Now, so, sorry, Mr. Adibis, just just before we, you know, elaborate on some of these indices and, you know, how you then decide who gets on the list. You you mentioned that the, the communities are very involved in this process. And you'd agree with me that uh, in time past, you know, there'd been these uh, talks or arguments as to whether, you know, uh, this list is comprehensive enough or whether this, for example, uh, the stipends that we talk about are even given at all. Uh, in fact, in, especially in this part of the country, there are also some that believe that maybe those up north enjoy more uh, than we do here. Now, if you say the communities have been involved, why then can we say that the um, level of awareness has been little you know, such that people still have questions as to the genuineness of this exercise at all. Thank you very much. I think the apathy that we see on the field is a function of when we started. I just told us that the program started 2016. The register, the first set of register got created in 2017. Okay. And I think there's another sister agency that is in charge of the pioneer use of this register. That's what we call the National Cash Transfer Unit. Okay. At the state, we have the State Cash Transfer Unit. They, they come to the register, mine from the register, and use it to give what we know as cash transfer to people, where they give 5000 per month to the poor. They started this long in other part of the country. So if we are just now coming in, people feel what they have been enjoying there that we are not getting. How genuine is it that the government is serious about putting us on the register? So that's why we have the apathy. Mm. But I want to put on record that in the state too now, we have seen, they have seen that it is not affecting, it is real because they've had the first I think the first two, three months disbursement now in Ogun State. So with that one, people now see that what we are doing or what we are saying is real on the register. Now, um, let, let's get back to what you were saying earlier about, you know, after the members of the community have come out to uh, state what they believe, you know, it's are the indices for poverty. Yeah. And then... Uh, you know, the stakeholders then decide who falls into this category. Uh, is, is, is this um, the, the best option we can use at the moment? Because I, I, I'm just looking at it from the angle of, will this then cover everyone? Uh, we know that there are people who have been able to keep their lives very quiet and, you know, their situation is not entirely known to everyone, per se. Thank you very much. Like I said, it's a community thing. 
in a very large community, you might be able to hide or keep your identity sanctified that nobody knows whether you have eaten or you have not eaten. But in a typical community, rural setup, for instance, everybody knows themselves. And like I said before, it's not the groups alone that conclude the poverty pain in the place. And it's not only those people that are present at that meeting that would determine whether I am poor or not. They look at the community in its global sense. Even when we get to the towns, we break it down to small communities that we know ourselves. And in that way, after that the stakeholders have identified, we bring it back together to harmonize what they have said. We will harmonize what the men have said as the criteria. In this case, the whole community will not agree with the men. They will agree with the women, agree mm. with the youth, agree with the vulnerable groups. Okay. And then they will now bring the list that they have brought in and harmonize it into one single register for the community. We have instances that some people will come and mention certain person in a group. By the time they get to the whole community, they will tell you, no, no, that person is not poor. And by consensus, they will agree is not poor. Mm. And in some other cases, there are people that some people omit that they did not remember because it's not there at that meeting. Another group will remember that this person is not at home now or is not here, maybe for one reason or the other. And then they will but this him. person is poor and they will add him. Okay. So we have that register that will come from that community as a whole thing. But I want to just point one more thing out. Uh, the genuineness of this register is such that it is devoid of any political intervention. Okay. When we started, the rule is no government officer that is political must be involved. The only people that we recognize as those that will take us through it are the community leaders, not political leaders, not world leaders. When I say community, I mean the community chiefs, the Bale, the Baloguns, the Yalojas, okay. who are not politicians. A councillor cannot come in and say, okay, I want to be the stakeholder or the um, anchor man for my local, for my community. It's not allowed. And I want to appreciate the government of Ogun State because since we started, we've never had an issue where the Local government can chairman will say, no, I want to be involved. Or a commissioner will tell us, I want you to go to this community and do it. No. We follow the rule from the community ranking. We start from the list and we move up. And the governor is so magnanimous. He has left us to do our thing. Bring the register out and let the people benefit. Uh, is, 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 um, I don't know if you have uh, the information as regards, you know, the local government poverty ranking in Oregon State, for example, uh, with you or of the cough at the moment. Is that, is that something you can let us into as well? <laughs> mm. Well, when we started, we started with the first six poorest local governments. Okay. I can just tell us that we started with the first six poorest local governments two per senatorial district. 
Okay. That means we will take two poorest community in each senatorial district. And from there, we're able to discover that in Ogun West, we have Imeko Afon and Ipokia as the poorest community in Ogun West. Okay. In Ogun East, we have Ikene and Ijebu East as the poorest. And if you go to those communities, you can see it. In Ogun Central, we have Odeda and Iwekoro as the poorest. So those are the things that we can just look at. So um, you, you've already established that uh, the uh, the process or the compilation started rather late in Ogun State. Um, can you give us an idea of where we are at at the moment as regards... I don't know if the if we can put it in numbers or also how how quickly can we catch up with a lot of these other states that started a lot earlier because what it means in essence is that they've probably been enjoying more yeah. than we've been doing in the last couple of months or years maybe. Thank you very much. In Ogun State, though we started late, but we have a set of team that is so well selected that the team is ready to go all out and spend all their time and energy to the work from the state officers to the local government officers. So, though we started late in number, we are not disadvantaged to anybody now. Okay. In the country, we are not the... We, by number, we, we are not in the last 20. We rank in the middle of where others are. Okay. But in terms of benefits, you can say we are still a little bit low. Because what they have enjoyed for about five, four years is what we have just enjoyed once or twice. And apart from the basic social register, from all other registers that have been created, we are on ground. Presently in the state, we have a total of over 170 households on the register. Okay. So, and out of which, because of the mining level and our list starting, I think the cash transfer units have been able to mine almost 10,000, about 9,600 and something have been mined. When, when you say 170, do you mean 170,000? 170,000. Okay, because you yes. said 170. I, I just 170,000 poor and vulnerable. Households. And we have been able to cover the whole, we are in the old local government. We have not finished work. Okay. There are some local government that we have been able to get to about 25% or 30% of the communities there. And there are some that we are still dragging at about 5 or 10% of their community. So we are moving, it's a work in progress. And I'm sure by the time the program will end, Ogun State will have gotten its fair share. Now, what, what, what's the focus? Is it is it individuals or households? Um, is it because, um, you know, in various communities or in, in, in our societies, uh, different um, components, you know, of a household, there are different people yes. that make up a household. So is it individuals, the poor and vulnerable individuals or the poor and vulnerable households that is the focus? Thank you. The, the focus is basically, let me say the two. Okay. Because like I said, when the community generates its register, we have the household held on the community register. But when it comes to Soku, we will then send out our enumerators that will go into the community and do the electronic capture of the households. 
in which case they will now capture both the household head and the individual members of the household. In fact, presently, to make the uh, register more viral and more useful, we are doing a partial update. We call it partial update, where we are including the details, some other details, like the account details of every member of the household that is up to 18 and above. Okay. So the register is not just the household alone, but even the individual in the household. Like I said, we have about 170, over 170,000 households, household members. I mean, households. But for membership, we have about 480 something thousand okay. on the register. So we take track of both the households and the individuals. And the individuals. Okay. How um, digitized is this process? Because we know that, uh, you know, it's, it's tough enough uh, that you're doing what can be regarded as one of the tough things in this part of the world, digital, I mean, data um, uh, compilation or data tracking. Uh, how digitized this the process of, you know, getting all this information? Thank you very much. The manual or the paperwork stops at the facilitation stage. That's at the community level after that they have created what we call the harmonized list. That's the first register that exists. One copy staying with the community head as the community register. From that level, it becomes digitized. We go there with the with the tab and we capture over a hundred and thirty-five variables on the for each individual in the register. And yeah. if you look at it from there, working on it is no more manual but digital. So the register is actually comprehensive and very digitalized. All right. Um, I've been speaking with uh, the state coordinator of uh, SOKU. Uh, that's uh, the body um, in charge of um, compiling a, a comprehensive list of uh, vulnerable, uh, poor and vulnerable households uh, in Ogun State, uh, of course, uh, with the aim of uh, having all that added to the data, the National Social Register. Mr. Tunde Adebi is the coordinator in Ogun State. Uh, we'll be talking about some of the things that they've been doing. We'll take a very quick pause. And when we return, we'll be talking about uh, some of the challenges that they faced uh, in the process of uh, compiling this data, especially on the field and quite a number of other issues. Remember, we're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Live. You can watch us live, share the videos, drop your contributions there. Uh, we'll talk to as many of you as we can via the phone lines uh, in a moment. But do stay with us as platform this Monday. Don't go anywhere. Oh, yeah, test at 3020 ash. Tabi cook with 3020. No, the MTN line, the red. You ain't the top buffer. Then we bear the metal loan to your own tea. Kiosima, 38 to a quiet yamini, con the fresh FM. Nibo, but Joyce, me, yes, Sunday. Latimo, be no bad about what I want me, what you might have went from Bangkok with Los Angeles. But you go Nera, Tabio Bonera, where Ole, but Law won't load it at your magic. Television, smartphone, smartwatch, club jersey, at Tibet Bello, Bak Padulo, Lako Port Duy, Okolopo Tokia. Irese, Ororo, ati bebe lo lo wale ni repete funji je. 3020, Lori MTN, ni bo gwe ikani Fresh FM. Ono ati jebun lo se se ti shusi le. 3020.
Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkota. Today, Monday, the 10th of January, 2022. Wali Bakar is my name. I've been speaking uh, this uh, morning uh, with uh, the state coordinator of uh, Soko, Mr. Tindi Adibi, uh, this uh, morning. And uh, we've had a lot of things uh, to talk about. Uh, just before we went on that break, uh, you you know, clearly stated how some of this um, data are gotten as regards uh, the poor and vulnerable households. And I was saying that because uh, it most likely uh, will not be an easy work to get done. Could you talk us through uh, how tough it is and what are some of these challenges that you face on the field in the process of compiling this data? Thank you very much. There are various challenges on the work from human material and to accessibility there are some of the communities let me start from there that are far very difficult to assess due to lack of roads access routes to the place some of them are people have to trek some kilometers after boarding okada to a level and they trek the remaining then apart from that we have the challenge of acceptability initially it was so critical that in some communities, they drive our CBT members out of the place because of past failures of government programs. I was in a community where they actually showed me, they said, we will show you because you said you are their bigger guy in the state. Come and see what you have done. Ten years ago, you came, you said we should do this. And you are coming back to finish it for us. I said, it's not. They said, no, it's government. You are government. So this is what you started and you did not finish. If we start this again, do you think you will finish it? It took a very serious time intervention of the community leader. You know, I said we start with the community leader. Have an understanding, I have a clear understanding of what we are going to do to convince the youth in that community to allow our people to work. So a lot of things like that. In another one, it took the KBAC to actually threaten them that if our people will leave that place, those people will have to write a letter of undertaking before we will come back to capture the, the community. That's when they actually allow us. So we have a lot of challenges like that. Another challenge we are having now, especially that we started another one that we are using the USD registration for, as commerce. You see, a lot of people are using a lot of shortcuts to get money. So people will just be receiving messages that you have been allocated 80,000 naira from the federal government revolvery fund, from the federal government allocation for poor, from the federal government COVID support fund from the federal government, whatever fund they will put there and now ask people to send their account details. But what we tell people is, under no condition, there is nothing that is called support fund from the federal government. No. And federal government will not ask you to send your account details by text message. Federal government will not ask you to call an individual to be able to claim what the money they want to give you as a stipend. Rather, they will bring themselves, bring people like our team to come and ask you questions and collect details. 
that no Nigerian should fall victim of scammers by sending their account details by e-transfer to people. And when they say you have won 80,000 Naira, let them come and tell you themselves. And let people come, you see the person that will take your detail, not by sending detail to somebody. So we have all those scammers out that are also some challenges that we have. Now, um, you first of all uh, mentioned uh, the issue of you know uh, so, uh, some of the things that you mentioned earlier. Uh, you can't entirely be surprised that some of these things come up. Uh, there's been this huge level of um, distrust, trust, yes. uh, you know, or trust deficit between the people and government. And you know, as they say, some of these things uh, there's been attempts to do them before. Uh, what, what are the assurances that you know this process is, is not um, just going to end up as um, you know the other efforts that have been put in place uh, to <coughs> sorry uh, that have been put in place to get this data uh, because of course this isn't the first time we're attempting to do this. Thank you very much. Like we said, it's a joint thing between the World Bank, the federal government, and the state. For this one to be viable and to last. The time. This time around, the Soku is domiciled in a place where data are managed. Every Soku in the country is domiciled in the Ministry of Budget and Planning. And like you know, data is a tool for planning and management. And every data that is kept in planning department, we can say is a, a secure data. Not one that the government will just create the agency and it will be a floating one without a ministerial base. Although the, the, the responsibility of handling the thing lies on the coordinator and the head of operations, but the data is kept securely with the planning department, which is a very good one. And we make it to outlast, at least the government that started it. Now, uh, the um, numbers uh, to call this morning are 0815-432-1079, 0815-432-1079. You can also call 0812, rather, 0818-111-1079, These are the numbers. We're live on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash freshfmlive. Uh, that's how you join us. If you're watching live, you can drop your contributions and of course, ask your questions, uh, if any. Uh, the expectation is uh, for a program of this nature that is uh, people-oriented. Uh, the bulk of the questions uh, will be uh, from you this uh, morning. I'm sure Mr. Adibi will answer as uh, many as he can. Uh, so far, uh, time allows us. Um, can I also uh, say... Uh, can I also, you know, very, very quickly, uh, you know, ask about, you know, what exactly are the things that you require from the people as you go about your job as regards getting this uh, data compiled? Well, from the people, what we required is their presence. For them to be available for capturing when we go in there for enumeration, while the, the targeting is done during facilitation, you do need to be available. Your community knows you. 
So they identify you as a poor person or as a vulnerable person. Mm. But when we want to do the recapturing to actually put them on the e-register that goes to the cloud, we need our people to be as available and cooperative. You don't need money. You don't give anything. You don't even give your passport. Mm. We capture the photographs ourselves. All right. Um, let's see. We have you. Hello. Good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from? Hello. Good morning. Oh, sorry. Okay. All right. We'll try again. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Those are the numbers uh, to call. Uh, to talk to us via this uh, morning. I uh, remember facebook.com forward slash live. We're there uh, for you to join us and of course uh, ask your questions and drop your contributions as well uh, this uh, morning. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Okay. Well, d- d- just to clarify, um, you know, earlier you mentioned the um, cash transfer office and, um, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, that that's entirely different from Soku. Uh, before now, uh, the, where the cash transfer office, you know, what, what, was that office getting its data on its own before, you know, Soku, uh, before Soku's emergence? Thank you. Cash transfer office comes after Soku. Okay. Because they depend on the data that Soku has generated. So nationwide, cash transfer comes after Soku. They were not in existence before. Okay. So they only get their data from the data that have been approved and that have been kept in the National Register. But um, I, I just really hope there's a lot of synergy between both bodies because you could find a situation where, uh, you know, while your job is to compile data, you might also get the flack for cash that is not transferred. So that, that, that becomes an issue. No, there are a lot of synergy between us. Okay. And in fact, we have what you have just said now that when people are feeling disenfranchised, they don't go to cash transfer. They come to Soku, they will tell you, you are the one that collected our data. Mm. They've given social person money, why am I not getting? And even when cash transfer tells people that we want to disburse, they will confirm from us and when we say, yes, it's true, they are disbursing, that's when they actually go ahead and say, okay, we are ready. So the synergy is there, we work together and what, what, what is the, um, you know, I, because a, a lot of times uh, these are these are things that, you know, if if people don't write the right, don't have the uh, the full information or the right information, they could, you know, get it entirely wrong and uh, begin to make uh, wrong assumptions and as 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 regards the process yeah, yeah. and and how it is done entirely. Um, are there, because, like I said, for so many people, it's probably the first time they're hearing about Soku, uh, the first time they're learning things that Soku do. I'd, I'd be keen, I'd be glad to, uh, I'd be keen to find out whether there are ways that people can, you know, contact uh, the body or get to your offices and all of that. But before that, let's see who we have here. Hello, good morning to you. Mm. Uh, so the... Network. Yes, the connection just appears. In fact, the, the phone lines are not connecting at the moment. But um, do try again so we can uh, get your thoughts uh, this uh, morning. 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. Good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. 
Okay. Um, what we'll do is, uh, for the sake of... Okay, uh, because I don't know, the, the connections just um, happen to... Uh, not be giving away at the moment. Uh, you can as well uh, try to reach us via 0708 585 3507. 0708 585 3507. 0708 585 3507. That's another avenue uh, to talk to us via uh, this uh, morning. Hopefully, uh, we'll uh, be able to uh, get some of your thoughts. Uh, via the uh, phone lines as we uh, go on this morning. Uh, that, of course, is alongside the regular numbers 0815 uh, Those are the numbers, of course, uh, to talk to us via this morning. Hello. Okay. Uh, Mr. Okay. Let, let's see now. Hello. Good morning. It's just interesting. Oh, well, just, just keep trying. Uh, 0708-585-3507. Also another option for you uh, this uh, morning. So just uh, keep trying and uh, let's see how it goes uh, this morning. Uh, I, I, I was, uh, we were talking about, you know, people not having the right information and, yeah. you know, uh, so, uh, as to Thank where you. they can get all these details from beyond, uh, after this program, beyond this program. Like I said before, Sokul is domiciled in the office of the uh, Ministry of Budget and Planning, Ogun State in Okemoso. Our office is really located at the governor's office. Just behind the governor's office, around the head of service conference room. Once you get to that location area, ask for Soku. Everybody knows us behind the government's of, governor's office in the secretariat. And our phone line to contact us is 091 Could you take that again, sir? 091 what's the What's the target? Because you, you've spoken about where we are at at the moment, uh, about 170,000 households, you say. Yeah. Okay, let's see whether we'll get luckier with this now. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Good morning, sir. Hello. Hello, we're with you. We're, we're struggling a bit, but yeah, we're with you. I don't, I don't. Okay, I think. I I don't know, uh, Mr. Bauer, you might have to try again or, of course, uh, use the option on Facebook uh, so that way uh, maybe that will make things easier. Apologies, I've been trying to talk to us via the phone line 0815-432-1079-0818-111-1079. I've also said alternatively 0708-585-3507. Uh, that's uh, also another number for you to call to try to talk to us via. So I was saying that you, you say at the moment we have 170,000 households, over 400,000 individuals. Yeah. Uh, what's, what, what's the target and how, uh, what, what's the timeline towards, you know, uh, achieving this target? Uh, sorry, sorry, sir. <laughs> Hello, good morning. <laughs> Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from, please? 
Hello, good morning. Mm. Well, so, go on, sir. Well, the target. We don't have a target. The target is to capture every poor and vulnerable in the state mm. to the last person that is poor. So if we have over a million people that are poor, let's get them on the register. It is when we have a target that will be looking and will be selective. But when there's no target, you go all out and get everybody in. But, but about the target as to, you know, capturing the number of local governments? You know, you say at the moment that you've done two um, senatorial districts. No, no, uh, I said we are in the 20 government. local governments. We okay. started with the first four or six. Okay. And then we, the governor told, I explained, called the minister and explained that we are starting late. That we might be able to capture... With, I mean, get up with the program so that the state will not be changed. We are given the right to go all out and populate the state. So we are currently working in the 20 local governments. What I just said is that the achievements in each local government varies. Okay. We have some local government that we have gotten 30% coverage. We have some that we are still about 10% coverage. So, but in every local government we are working... And we want to see that every poor person in Ogun State is captured on board. Okay. Well, in the first phase, the program is supposed to end June this year. Okay. June 2022. But I want to announce that the approval has given for the NASP scale-up, okay. which would mean that the NAS program, the register create, the creation of register program continues for the next two, three years when the scale-up will, will round up. So we still have about three, four years more to go. Okay. Um, 07, 0815 uh, those, uh, what That's one of the numbers. You can also call 0818 uh, you can, as I mentioned, alternatively call 0708 Facebook.com forward slash Fresh FM Live is also an avenue for you to uh, talk to us uh, this morning. Quite a number of you. Uh, you know, join us live on Facebook. Uh, apologies. Of course, I see some of your questions, but you don't understand that some of the things that you uh, talking about things that, you know, we mentioned earlier, so there'd be no point, you know, um, going over them again. Uh, so regards your questions as to uh, when they will be at uh, your local government. Well, I don't know, uh, as Mr. Debbie said, uh, there's a Soku presence one way or the other in almost every local government at the moment. So Not uh, almost, in every local aha, government. So just, just, just correcting me there. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning to you. What's your name? Where are you calling us from, please? Hi. I don't know. It's just not the greatest this morning, the connection. Uh, we can hear you, boys. Uh, the volume just really low. Good morning, sir. Wow. Hello. Hello. Well, um, you'd have to try again. The volume was just really low. Uh, 0708-585-3507, 0815-432-1079. Uh, there's also 
0809. Those are the numbers uh, for you to talk to us via uh, this uh, morning. We sincerely apologize. Uh, the, I don't know, uh, the connection just uh, choosing the very worst time uh, to be uh, bad this uh, morning. Because uh, um, I'm, I'm certain that um, uh, we will at uh, other times uh, get the opportunity to um, speak with Mr. Debbie and of course uh, hopefully uh, get some of these uh, questions answered. Uh, the good thing is he did uh, give out uh, the contact lines for Soku. Uh, hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Yes, good morning. Okay. I don't know. Uh, we're struggling to hear you, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, catch a question. You're saying, what are the conditions? I think, uh, you know, uh, maybe you joined us late, but uh, this, this, we, we spoke about this earlier. Uh, you know, how the communities come together to determine the indices and determine who exactly is poor and vulnerable in their area. These, these are things. Uh, that uh, you know we spoke about earlier. Maybe you joined us late, but uh, as Mr. Debbie said, the communities, the various communities, determine the indices on their own. And their you, own. You, you mentioned some of the indices. You know, individuals uh, that um, can't pay their award school fees, school individuals fees, that, are sick. that cannot feed uh-huh. their children, those that cannot, that are chronically ill and are not working, the widows and widowers that doesn't have support. Those are some of the indices that people have been given, mm. and those that cannot cultivate certain acreage of farmland. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, maybe that expl- maybe joined us later. Has said maybe mm-hmm. that explains some of the questions we have on Facebook as well, because some of these questions uh, we spoke about a lot earlier on the program. But thank you really for your questions. Um, let, let's talk about the rapid response register. What what is that? What is that about um, essentially? Thank you very much. The rapid response register is a register that is created for shock. Okay. And presently, we are creating the rapid response register for COVID-19 shock. Okay. And uh, why are we doing this? The government looked at it and feel that the COVID-19 pandemic has adversely affected people's businesses and their income. And the are magnanimous to say, okay, let's capture these people that are affected in the register. And we are doing this by USD method, that's using the networks. Mm. There's a code that is for every community that we are using, although sometimes the network is not friendly to us, but we have it already in the community. Let people keep trying, at least for the next two, few, three days, we are sure they will get the register on. Hello. Hello. Hmm. All right. Um, well, um, just uh, uh, as I said, I would just apologize uh, that um, you couldn't get to be a part of uh, the phone lines for your comments and contributions. But um, many thanks for your thoughts via Facebook this morning. I'm trying to see whether uh, there's any uh, that we've not touched on uh, really. Uh, questions about. Um, 
or when uh, your local government will be involved or questions about, well, I think we... No, people might be asking this. about when their local government will be involved in the rapid response register. Okay. Because we have one or two local government that are not captured presently. All I want to appeal with them is, let's be patient. In due time, the local governments will be captured. I know Jebu East is not captured in the current one. So they should be patient. We will capture them. Well, um, let, let's see. Hello, good morning. Uh, maybe we'll just be lucky with this as we wrap things up. Hello, good morning. Okay, sorry about that. Good morning. I don't know. This, this is really something <laughs> wrong this morning because uh, it's, it's interesting. You can hear when the line goes off, but you can hear when they're talking. It's just really interesting. Uh, but... Uh, thank you. Um, Akwade Moruf says, Good morning. Uh, nothing in our area at Onikoko and Obada Oko, and I've been calling. Uh, the, the number the number is not picked up. <laughs> you see the. Oh, okay. That's for RRR. Obada Oko. Unfortunately, Obada Oko is in the Wekoro local government. And according to what they sent to us, because we are not the one that brings the code out, we don't select the community, the federal government, or the, the national office. And the World Bank selects the community based on the level of urbanization and ruralization. Mm. And in Ewekuru local government, the only community that is selected is Eturish. I saw, I saw a list of all those codes. Yes. Uh, I think sometime last week. I last week, yes. It's only Eturi that is the Obadaoku. Let Obadaoku people exercise some patience. I'm sure in due time they will have the opportunity to register. And and, 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 and this, you know, scheme is, is to cater for anyone that it's has been adversely for anyone, affected. Any artisan or trader that has been affected by COVID pandemic. So, well, where can these codes be obtained? Where can, how can people know where? For the communities that are involved, the codes are available with the community department of the local government. Like I told you, we have a local government base that is called the CBT team. They are in the community department of every local government. I am sure they will have done it and we have also done it at the state level. These codes are present with most market market leaders. Market men and women leaders. It's with the artisan in their mechanic village. They can get the codes from there. And it's also in most of the communities with the community heads. They can get it there. But assuredly, once you get to the local government secretariat or the community department in the local government, the codes are there. And it's also in support. And if they call us on our number, 